It's time for another edition of Make Us a Mixtape. I had I was I had it ready to go. I had the lyrics ready right, to go. Start oh, over and then, then you you got to turn your No, no, no. Turn your phone off. Start start it again. Start. No, again. we're keeping this. Hey everybody, it's time to make me a mixtape. <laughs> Don't leave out Husker Du. Put something on the cars did back in 1982. Put on Duran 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 and U2. It's time to make us a mixtape to make Paul and I closer with well, you. We're not even making even a mixtape. S- no, we're not. This is a uh, in case of emergency. <laughs> we don't have a guest. Don't let them behind the wall, we Marty. We just did maybe one of our best episodes yeah. ever of this podcast. Possibly. In it, I forgot to uh, introduce ourselves, I believe. Yeah. I'm Marty DeRosa. Yeah. Paul Farvar. And uh, this is uh, Make Us a Mixtape. <laughs> right? We still call it that, right? Well, until further notice, we haven't got a cease and desist. Um, but we uh, have a wonderful little podcast here where we have you, yes, you, send us a five-song mixtape. And I know, just like every guest says, it's not it's not long enough. Mm-hmm. It needs to be longer. A lot longer. of people complain. It needs to be longer. And well, we, we don't have that kind of time. No. What if it was 10 or 20? I mean, like, yeah, I'd love... Six-hour podcast? What do you Come think, on. What do you think is the... If, if you were making... Um, uh, a new lovely lady who just caught your attention and you're like, oh, my God, I, I love this girl. Uh, how many songs would you put on a, a mixed CD for her? And let's just say CDs are still all the rage. Tw- 15 to 20 songs. I think that's way too many. Well, that's you're you do the 60 minutes. Out. You do 60 minutes. It's about, you, you know. I guess I'm more, more of a traditionalist. I would have thought like around 12. 12 <sighs> when you did 15. the cassettes back in my day, yeah. uh, it was like eight to nine songs a side. I'm gonna go 12 to 15. Eh, well, you're 20, you're an underachiever. I'm 20. an overachiever. I think it makes sense. But I guess there's that urge to just go till you have no more space. Yeah. On the CD. Use the space. Use the space. Well. Always. We're going solo. We're gonna take care of some loose ends. Uh, some some listener mail. We we uh we're about uh let's see six months into this. Uh, How do you think podcast. we're doing? I I think we're at a we're at a seven. We can we can always room for improvement, but we're getting better. Is this what you thought it would be when we talked about this? No. What do you think? What do you? I, I, I think this is great. I I think it's better. I I, when I, when I first was What'd on board, what do you think it was gonna be? I thought it would just be like just uh, when I pitched m- you my genius idea. <laughs> Well, we were trying to come up with a new podcast idea. I had a few, and you were like, nah, those aren't good. Do you remember any of your old ideas? Mm. I have a, a note in my phone of old ideas for my <laughs> podcast with Sarah, of like, and the names were just like fucking cringe-inducing. Ours was, I wanted to do the album theme. or uh, Yours had too much work. Yeah, I, you wanted the less, you uh, wanted the other people to do the work Exactly. For I've been a, a podcaster for a long time now. <laughs> And I realize <laughs> it's enough to have guests. That's enough work to to, yes. to coordinate, to get them to come in. It's all in a perfect world. Uh, you and I would be dating, living together. That's mm-hmm. the only way to do a podcast, right. which is what I do with Sarah. Yeah. But I can at least, okay, I can walk here on a good day. Tonight's going to be a cold walk home. Cold, cold, but cold But I need walk. to get my steps in, so I'll be doing it. <sighs> yeah. But um, I was just like, you know. This is this is the way to do it. We let them bring in the, the music. The hardest thing we have to do, and you 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 do most of this, is coordinate the guests. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it's hard at all. I think all we uh, do is listen to music. The hardest is part is uh, is just for our schedules, because yeah. we're both very very uh, unbelievably popular, busy, busy comedians, local celebrities, local. Well, I'm more national. You're more local, but whatever, sure. it's all fine. Um, we uh, were busy, but yeah, we had a bunch of different ideas before this. Do you remember any of them? I do. I remember the one was uh, it was going to be us talking about albums. And uh, the guests would say what their favorite album oh, was. Like the last thing I want to do mm. is listen to an entire album. Right. By any, like, I mean, like, there's a couple where it's just like, what's an album right now that you're just like, I can listen to the whole thing? Recent or of all time? Um. So I've been listening to Wilco again for the first time in a what's while. What's your go-to Wilco album? Um, it used to be Summer Teeth, um, but now I've, I got into um, Yankee Foxtrot and... Uh, Dude. All of them. I don't know if I love that so much because of the documentary. Yeah. But that's a fucking a awesome album. I'm trying to break your heart. Great documentary. Um, we have to do a documentary episode. We'll talk about our top five. I think for me, I would go uh, either Pavement, Slanted and Enchanted, Mm-mm. or uh, Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain are two of those. And then, but my, I think I have to say uh, that for my all time like all time favorite album that is just like from. I know what you're gonna say. No, you don't. Well, you introduced me to an album. Let me tell you. Go ahead. Say no, what, what is it? 
It was the band from Canada, The Nothing. Um, oh, Weaker Thans? Weaker Thans. Uh, that album is great from beginning to end. Yes. That you introduced me to. Yes, yes, yes. But that's, that's, that's probably the most, you've the biggest contribution to our friendship you've ever had. That's really? your phone. It is not my phone. It's not my phone. It is not. It's not my but phone. But for me, um, Transgender Dysmorphia Blues by Against Me is like, the. it's your computer. It's uh, the greatest. That's I think that album from start to finish is so what is it? fucking awesome. You ever heard of Against Me? No. Oh no, I've heard of it again. So their their lead singer transitioned, and uh, and uh, this was kind of the album that she wrote during that time. So transgender dysmorphia blues. Uh, Laura Jane Grace was a book, but I haven't I have not read it yet. But it's on my on my list of books to read. I'm reading Marilyn Manson's book now hmm. because so why? I don't know. <laughs> And it's it's just I don't know I'm skipping so much stuff I'm just like get There's to be so many other books that into I, music I know I know I know but I'm in, but like what are you gonna do I fucking bought it I gotta listen to it I'm yeah. really bummed. oh audiobook I'm telling you I had the best the greatest streak of books in the history of my life was uh, everybody loves our town meet me in the bathroom mm-hmm. and like this oral history of MTV. I think it's called I Want My MTV. And then you Could did the Paola one too, fucking right? love. It's a tough one. It's too lawyery and mobstery. It's not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I'm already switching. I switched I, over I, to I just did the, uh, I finished the Black Crows book by Steve Gorman. Awesome. Yeah. Highly recommend. Okay. And I fi- and I just finished the Liz Fair memoir. Yeah. Also highly recommend. I have the Laura Jean Grace and I have the, uh, I have a, someone bought me the uh, Debbie Harry from uh, Blondie's. I, that's on my, it's in my wish list at I got uh, Barnes and Noble. I got it. You like it? I haven't even started oh, yet. Tell it's me like what three it's like. books behind. Yeah. How's the Liz Fair book? Uh, I, it was good. I finished it. Uh, it starts a little, um, it's a little hard at first, but then it gets to the good stuff when she's, she what do you skips mean hard? around. What are you getting through? Like you know, childhood shit? The childhood stuff and also her style of writing. She's very uh, prose and like, she clearly had a thesaurus next to did her. Did she like, write this by herself? I don't know. I, I kind of feel like she did. The Marilyn Manson book, and this is where things get real weird, is he had that Neil Strauss, the guy who wrote The Game, mm. but he wrote the Motley Crue book, and I think Manson read that and was like, can you write my book for me <laughs> or help me write my book? Which, I, means uh, write my, which means I'll tell you some stories and then you write the book. Yeah. No, She. I have a feeling she wrote it because uh, she was kind of a writer. I mean, she's a writer. And, yeah. uh it just it was just too many like she's trying too hard to big words. I'm like just tell the fucking story. But then it got got really good. She tells some good stories in there that I didn't know about her. You know what there. I tried to watch? Uh, is it did Martin Scorsese do that Bob Dylan documentary or who who did the new Bob Dylan documentary on Netflix? It's I don't a know. try to look that up real quick while I tell this. It's what? and it's like so it's Bob Dylan. Um, it's a documentary on Netflix. Uh, I forgot. It was either like Martin Scor- Rolling Thunder, uh, Rolling Thunder review, uh, a Bob Dylan story by Martin Scorsese. Oh no! Um, everyone, lo- you know, obviously it's like ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics liked it too. I'm watching it and I'm like, it's making me think Bob Dylan's a fucking asshole. Young Bob Dylan was kind of an asshole, and there was hmm. this European guy who's like, I smoke my cigarettes with in between my middle, middle finger, finger and ring finger. He goes, and then Bob started doing that, and he stole it from me. But it's just like Dylan comes off kind of like a dick there, man. Huh. And I remember watching the old one, too, where it was kind of funny. I watched an old documentary him where he was playing at, like, Royal Albert Hall. And he was, like, being interviewed. And he's like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't fucking care. It's, like, fun. Well, uh, I read the book about a biography that was written by his first girlfriend. I forgot what it's called. But it, it, it you can see that. It's called Bob Dylan's First Girlfriend. Yeah. That's what it is. You can tell he was kind Did of getting about her? difficult. Yeah. I mean, all that shit yeah. was probably about her. He was a good-looking dude back in the day. Mm-hmm. Jacob is too. Dude, I met, I met Jacob. Jacob's twice. still a fox. Good-looking dude. Boring show Talented. on Netflix, though. Oh, really? What the fuck? It's like him and three or four other musicians just sitting around. Hmm. I think it's called something like the Laurel Canyon or something, and they're just like talking about music. Yeah, and talking about like making music in the Laurel. Rami Jaffe is in it. Is he in it? That's his buddy, the keyboardist. <sighs> no, it's like Beck was on when uh, there was a couple other people, <laughs> and I was watching, and I was like, and they, like, hey, it just was cheesy. I wasn't into it. Well, we. Uh, We've got a ton of emails to go through. A lot, by the way, we uh, What's we're our a little email slow. Address? It's paulmartymix at gmail dot com. People, you've submitted your uh, your list, and we are going to get to them, and we're going to have some. We're messaging people right now as we're talking to you guys. Marty and I are coordinating our schedules to see when we can record some of you guys. So we're really excited. We got some musicians, some comedians coming up. Going to be solid, and then uh, we've got some viewer mail. We got some mail that viewer people. Mail. Viewer mail, yeah. People that are watching us on the SoundClouds. 
Um, Do you okay. want to hear what it says? Yeah. So Trevor uh, wrote, uh, this is titled Breakup Tape. Nice. It says, uh, good evening. Uh, it was 923 when he wrote it. Yeah. Um, big fan of the show. I enjoy each episode and always get reminded of a song that I've forgotten about in each episode. Speaking of memories, Paul is always talking about breakup tapes. That's not true. I don't talk I about it. I always bring it up. Marty brings it up. Made, and I didn't I do did it. Do I it. haven't done it lately. Yeah. And I was driving home yesterday and a wave of nostalgia hit me as I was shuffling through some older songs. End of the Road by Boys to Men. Wow. Came up I my random shuffle. to that one. And it reminded me of, me of when my high school girlfriend made me a breakup tape and that song was on it. So I was belting out the song on the way home and laughing my, laughing my ass off. I figured who better to share this with than you two. Thanks for the entertainment. Dude. Um, Marty, always a fan of everything you do. Uh, and then Paul, nice to meet you. I'm becoming a fan of yours as well. I really started listening to Singles. And it's another great podcast. Oh, Singles Only Guy. Yeah, Singles Only Podcast. Excellent. That's my other podcast. Thanks, Trevor. He's going to send us your list. Uh, Please send us your uh, list. I know you got Trevor. your new podcast. <laughs> you remember that the song? Trevor's song? You remember the song? Yeah, of course. Dude, they just sang the national anthem at the uh, uh, 49ers playoff game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It felt very There's only 90s. three of them now, though. Why? What happened to... I think one got sick and quit. Ralph Trasvant? Uh, yeah. Rob, I think it's... Uh, no, he was... No, no. Ralph Trasvant was in uh, the fucking new edition. New edition. Um, no, he... I think he got sick or whatever and just couldn't couldn't do it anymore. Boys um, to men. What's your favorite uh, breakup song? I, my songs are, they're not, they're just sad songs. I love Bittersweet by Big Ed Todd. I think that's a great it's a song. Bittersweet. Yeah, the so original version on Midnight Radio. Um, a lot of, that whole album is just a great breakup. My favorite, feel. like, pa- passive aggressive breakup song is Bob Dylan's Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. It's like such a passive aggressive, mm. like, yeah, Great I'm not. Song. I'm not saying you were the worst, but like I could do better. Who covered it? I know uh, my uh, band covered it. Karma T's covered Mike it. Mike Ness from oh, right, uh, right, right. Social Distortion covered it. Pretty great too. Our cover is available. You should check it out on Karma T's or is it under Jocelyn Baker. I don't know, but we did a great version of it. Female vocalist. It's uh ooh, that's fun to have a mm-hmm. female vocalist Doing cover a song. song. So we have. Uh, we have uh, Stacy uh, wrote us saying thanks for the book recommendations. Uh, here are a couple from Cradle to Stage, and this is a call. Do you know any of these books? This is a call is a Foo Fighters book, I believe. Okay, um, but I don't know Cradle to the Stage. Hmm. I'm sure it's about somebody growing up who had famous parents. Deborah, Deborah, Deborah. What is that? Deborah Harry. Deborah Harry. I don't know. No, not her. Do you get bummed uh, out when you find out somebody has famous parents? Uh, we had this conversation the other day. I was talking to some comics. No, who had? Who had when you find out somebody had famous, I don't parents, get, I kind of do you, you feel know like what? it's cheating a little bit. No, I think uh, I think I feel more sympathy towards them because I feel like they had a bigger. It's hard to it's hard to be in those shoes of someone famous. I sure. think I feel for like Jacob Dylan. Oh, I was watching a, a documentary, and I'll never remember the name of it about like all these like local horror movie hosts. You know what I mean? Like in Chicago, we had Sven Gulli. Oh yeah, uh, they had just like every every town or every city had their like horror movie guy, and uh, um, and they were talking about um all of them, and there was oh fuck, um, and one of the guys just happened to be uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's dad. Oh no way! Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and Chicago like, or just local? In he was in ta- Cleveland, that town. and then someone's like, "Dude, come to L.A. and do voiceovers," because he had this great. Uh, it was uh. Uh, Zachary was his character name uh-huh. And a lot of these What would happen is These news stations Would have like The weather guy Be like You want to dress up like Dracula And introduce these bad movies And they'd be like Yeah okay And they'd kind of like Like it and stuff And it was real wild And uh, and they were mentioning that And then someone's like Oh and then his son Became a big director <laughs> It's like oh shit Well he, cool. he outshined his dad In that situation <sighs> I don't know What man. did you say <laughs> His dad was Zachary And he was the voice of ABC so for uh, the he books, was a 2020 narrator guy. Oh, okay. This yeah. is 2020. That was a the, big deal back in the day. This is the call is a life and times of Dave Grohl. Yeah, okay. uh, by Paul Brannigan and Cradle to the Stage is uh, hold on, hold on. Let me guess. Stories oh. from the mothers who rocked and oh. raised rock stars by Virginia Grohl. Okay, interesting. So, so he's a fan of Foo Fighters. Who's that? Trevor. Is this oh Trevor? no, this is this is Stacy. Come on. Oh, Stacy. I'm so sorry. So she's a she's a. 
She seems. I bet she's got the tattoo on her neck, like on the album, (laughs) the the FF. You know, I just had this conversation with somebody when I was on the road, and their favorite band is Foo Fighters, and and I was like, eh, not a big fan. Um, You can't tell people. You but know, I, you know, you do. But I do. I, but here's the thing: I'm a big, big go, fan of. I could see that. You should go. I could see that. I'm a big fan of yeah. David Grohl. I'm okay. a big fan. I think they're amazing. Yeah. And I, I just never like their songs, but I, I respect the shit out of them music wise. If that makes sense. Yeah. But he, I was like, a Nirvana wasn't my thing I either. Hear, like um, that ongoing music, ongoing history of new music. He's done tons of Nirvana and Dave Grohl stuff. He did a history of the Foo Fighters, and there's a Foo Fighters documentary. Which is pretty interesting, and it that's like, that's like a business, man. Like hearing Dave Grohl talk about it, where he's just like, "I have to tour because like I have employees that yeah, like depend on me." It was an interesting documentary, and uh, they've they've had to like let people go and stuff. And he like kind of cracks the whip in that band. He uh, well, that's funny because that brings us to one of the other messages we had from John. That because I guess I told the story on a recent episode where I was at Dave Grohl's house. Oh yeah, didn't I tell that yeah, story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, that's a true story. Yeah. Someone's like, I never knew that's a true story. And, uh, and the best part of that was my friend Colby shout out to Colby who listens to the podcast. Um, we were like, how are we going to take a picture to document this? And then the cake comes out for mm-hmm. the birthday. He's like, now take out your camera. Mm-hmm. Cause everyone's taking pictures and cool. it's on my Instagram somewhere. Very but, cool. um, but I, I think he's a, I think Dave Grohl's extremely talented and sure. I, and I respect the shit out of them. I like the show that they did on HBO where they Dude, did the show at Cubby Bear. Sonic Highways. You Sonic Highways. You fucking yeah. find it anywhere. Is that right? It's not on HBO Go. It's not. No. Huh. I cannot find it. If anybody knows how to watch Sonic Highways. It's so good. Love it. Fucking love that show. Uh, and I was there when they I'll did the Cubby Bear I'll be honest though. I would like fast forward through some of their, yeah, some of uh, stuff their music stuff or whatever. The but one with like, Paul McCartney though? If you never Holy saw it, shit. they go to a city they're doing shows or no, they're go to a city and they talk about the music history of the city. They did New York, LA, Chicago, uh, the Cubby Bear, yeah. Nashville, maybe in Austin, Seattle, and Seattle, Seattle one is so, especially mm-hmm. if you've seen hype, the, the documentary about the scene, you see people yeah. like a little older, real good companion piece to that, but I cannot find it anywhere. I wonder if it has to do with like music rights and shit. Because hmm. a lot of times, if a show, if no, because it's on HBO, they got all the rights, the distribution, everything. Oh, it's not on there. I don't know what to tell you. Let's ask David Letterman, who was a producer, oh. Worldwide Pants Incorporated, oh, was the, maybe one that's of the producers. Why. Maybe, maybe he's on Netflix or something. Playing hardball. I want it on something. So another, a lot of people send us their list. Um, these are great songs from uh, Nick and El Paso. El Paso, uh, The Game by Happiness, Painted Tears by Future Birds. Hey, yeah, by Deer Tick. Are you a Deer Tick fan? That comes uh, up a lot on these lists, by the way. Deer Tick? Yeah. I, see, that's another one where I'm like surprised you, know, you don't know them. But then familiar. I forget sometimes that you're from Indiana. It sounds from where we have lots of Deer Ticks. <laughs> Every they're like a, It's kind of like an indie, indie hipster band. Everyone I know has fangs by He is Legend. I don't know that. And Hourglass by At the Drive-It. That's up here. There you go. That's up here. I feel like At the Drive-It was a band that I... I wanted to get into more. It was cool. I had the album. I think I listened to a couple songs on it, and it just kind of it slowly started making its way at the end of my pile of CDs in the basement. So Nick also uh, talking about close calls and uh, White Reapers on their T Rex, and complaining about our rule. Listen, what's our rule? Five songs. Listen, everybody. I, I don't know love, what the fuck we could tell people. I would love to just. <laughs> Be able to have the long, especially if it's a great app. I'll tell you what, here's where five songs is perfect. If the guest is just kind of like not bringing it or they're just kind of like, eh, these are my songs. But when it's great, I would love to just go, hey, do you have another five? Let's fucking just do it. Bring them back. But we'll bring them back. If you have loved a guest on this show, let us know. Yeah, paulmartymix like, at gmail.com. Not only can you recommend a guest that you want back, but say, hey, they talked about blank. I want so-and-so to come back and Talk do a, about- a mix about, we'll give them homework. I want so and so to come back and five do songs. five hip hop songs or five cover yeah. songs or if they've they talked about liking something, we will uh-huh. do that. I saw Matt Drufke. We did a show together last night. Yes, and he wants to come back. I'm Dude, like, for sure. What's the theme? For sure. Yeah, he he sent us a Christmas mix. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we were gonna have him back for Christmas. <laughs> well, then Christmas came. In we might as well we'll tell you the songs because yeah, we were, it's not Christmas gonna happen. Songs. He had two. He had two. Mixtapes, Matt Drufke sent us, Jeez. Soulful Christmas, James Brown, okay. Father Christmas, The Kinks, definitely a good sure. one there. 
Everyone's going to be cool this Christmas. Oh, baby. What a song that is. I'm going to try to find Here lies our holiday, a day at the fair. Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight tonight. The Ramones. I would only have one of those. Uh, I would do the yeah, I would do the Ramones and How the Eels. How can you not have Do They Know It's Christmas by, by, by Band-Aid? Sure, That's the maybe. greatest fucking song of all time. But, oh man. It's Christmas time. I told you how I saw young? this dude E. I saw him at a restaurant in LA and I was going to pay for his fucking meal and I didn't. I cowered it out or I was going to go up to him and say something and I fucking blew it. He had a... Here we go. This is great. What's this? This is a, a Christmas is going to... Oh, no, no. Every, that's not it. Everyone's going to be cool no, this Christmas. No, that's not it. That While you're getting that, he had a second mix of covers, Mili Kalimaka by Real Big Fish, Little St. Nick by The Muppets, Blue Christmas... Bright Eyes, Christmas, Please Come Home, Baby, Please Come Home, Dave, Death Cab for Cutie, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas Coldplay. Ugh. Come on, Matt. I'm <laughs> glad we didn't do this. I know it's January, but, or February. Uh, damn. I, I would, cannot find it. What would be on your Christmas mix? Uh, Although it's not. Everything Christmas. is going to be cool this Christmas. Um, that would be on your mix for real? For sure. It's such mm. a great song. Um, um, Oh, dude! I would play that. Have I pl- did I? Oh, and I played it on my on uh, Sarah and I's podcast. There's a mashup of uh, Mariah Carey and uh, um, Marilyn Manson of uh, "It's the Beautiful People" and it's uh, "All um, I Want for Christmas." All I want for Christmas. It's fucking so fun. I would say "All I Want for Christmas." You have to put on there. It's a great oh. song. I'm not a Mariah Carey fan, but come on, that's a great freaking song. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's a classic. Uh, now a days i guess you could say it's a classic but uh and man. do they know it's christmas band-aid amazing here song. i found it right here i'll, I'll play this real father quick. christmas by the kings you have to put that on there sure Nothing beats wendy's. sorry wendy's we're not giving you any fucking ad time on, <laughs> on my show you like wendy's uh yeah, it's all right do you like wendy's or burger king wendy's over burger king for sure interesting I know Burger King's kind of trashy, but I fucking love it. This is a, a mashup. Mariah Manson, All I Want for Christmas is the Beautiful People. This, this is, is it? Or is this Eels? Yeah. What are, oh. No, this is me. I couldn't find that Eels song. This is so fucking good. 2.7 million people can't be wrong, Paul. And I don't want you. Listen to this. And I don't need you. The world that you resist or I'll beat you. Video is fantastic. Bill McClintock knocked it out of the park. Look at this. You gotta see this video if you're a fan of this. It's kind of creepy. It's great. It's fucking perfect. I want to get sued by Mariah. Or Mr. Manson. What are you looking up now? Uh, looking up the emails that we got from people. Um, a lot of hate mail for you, Marty. Eh, bring it on. I'll no, I'm just anybody. kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah. So clearly, Marty, we're we've been uh, behind on the emails, and I take partial blame for that. I guess that um, we got a lot of people that we gotta get back to. Is everything's gonna be cool this Christmas? This is the Eels? Just a fucking banger. Drufke, you fucking knocked it out of the park here. Yeah. Come on. He had the Muppets on one of his. Sure. Muppets rule. Oh, I like this song. I've heard this. He's my friend. He won't sue us. The Eels? Yeah. You saw him at a restaurant once? Yeah. He's not your friend. Dude, when I when my I was I don't want to bring the podcast down, but uh, when when my uh, <laughs> my when my fucking life went to shit, when my mom and my sister both passed away the uh-huh. same uh, within the same year, uh, I listened to the Eels so fucking much. So that was why I really wanted to oh. say thanks to him, but I didn't want to fucking bother him. Should have bought his meal. I know he was probably had so much more money than I'll ever have. So what are you gonna do? Um. <laughs> if anyone ever sees E from the Eels, tell him uh, old Marty says what's up. Um, what, what, so we're what we've done like over 20 episodes now of yeah. the podcast. I've learned about so much music. Um, do you listen to more new music now than you did before? Uh, some of the, some of the songs have made it onto my list of other people's. Not a lot, to be honest with you. Really? I've said it that I would put them on, but then I listen to it yeah. again. I'm like, eh, when the person's on here, I don't really care about the song anymore. There's a couple. 
Um, you know what I have? To, I will say this: that uh, Cordova song, "This Town," that Kyle Scanlon. Oh yeah, I think I have that. I think that's the best song that I've learned about from this podcast. I think it's number one. Okay. Do you agree? Not number one, but it's up there. I like I like that song. It's on. That's for sure on there. Yeah. And uh, there was a couple other ones that were really good, or songs that I haven't heard in a while, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I should listen to this again. Yeah. Um, I would say it's either that or um, Arrested Development's Get Mama on Stage <laughs> that's, from the Rena episode. That's clearly the worst song of all the songs <laughs> we've had. Would you agree? I just love bringing it up. It's fine. And it's funny. We, someone shit us on us on Twitter for shitting on that song, and we're like, yeah. Listen. It's a bad song. It's not good. I'm sorry. Horrible. It's it's frustratingly bad. Um, <laughs> I, I do want to say this, though. Because of the podcast, I've been listening to more country because of your country references and sure. uh, and stuff like that. So that's something you've brought to the table. But some of this stuff, um, yeah, there were like the going back to some of the first ones that we had. There was some good stuff that that was on there. Um, but I stand by everything I say. I Someone thought, wrote us a thing about Bob Marley. I, I stand by Bob Marley sucking. What did they say about Bob Marley? Just uh, someone texted me. A, that, how can up. you not like uh, as a friend John Schmidt? Sometimes so. you've got to take a stand, and yeah, not everyone's going to be happy. You know how I feel about the police. The police, <laughs> you know, I, and that's funny because I sent you that Juliana Hatfield did a police thing of covers yeah. that uh, Jim Copany uh, from Tank Boy uh, okay. wrote about. And he gave us a shout out too, so shout out back to you. Um, I didn't even know about it, and yeah. it's so many. You like Juliana Hatfield? I she like lo- her. She's an Indiana. She's got a couple hits. Person, right? I don't know. Yeah, she's really? lives there. She's married to the bassist from uh, Vulgar Boatman, I think. Wow, I had no idea. Man, I could be completely wrong. Yeah, that'd be wild if you were. It'd be for for it the would first be time. So funny if you were. I'm gonna look like this when up. you said that uh, Lauren Hill invented sampling and hip hop. I didn't say she invented. I, I said she brought the sampling front, from the '50s and and earlier in front of a friend. You fucking pulled that shit. <laughs> Unbelievable. You. I stand by it. Unbelievable. She brought it to the table. Diggable planets were before that, but there was just more like they did more jazzy stuff. I mean, I don't, actually, I only know I only know their so two many, fucking songs. So many songs before that. And bands. Agree to disagree. Lawsuits. People <laughs> got sued because of sampling. Remember, people thought you could just sample and it was anything not you a, wanted, and it yeah. was just fine. Yeah, people still think that. I guess. So okay, let's look up Julianne Hadfield. Did Kid Rock pay Metallica for stealing "Sad but True" for American Badass? I don't know. He I must have, right? I don't think Kid Rock. Did you see that video of Kid Rock wasted? Did I send that oh, to getting you? Pulled you off send, stage yeah. talking shit about Oprah. Man, that's what's so crazy about the news now. Is that just is gone? It's already gone. It's already gone. Nobody yeah. cares anymore. That was uh, over the holidays, right? Yeah, I think he was so. wasted at his own restaurant, at his own bar and grill. His Kid Rock's honky tonk that everyone hates because he put up a big dumbass sign of like a girl's boobs, <laughs> and everyone's like, "What the fuck did you do?" I'm Kid looking Rock. at this uh, Juliana Hatfield thing. What's your favorite Kid Rock song? Um, I like the the duet with uh picture. <laughs> Come go? on, man! I'm just telling you the Come truth, on, man. man. What's yours? It might be American Badass because it's just so dumb and over the top. You know, I don't like him. And he became like a character of himself, and he was just fucking going for it. I just, I just don't like. And him. the Undertaker used it as his theme song for a little bit too. So that kind of there's there's that reference. He had that, and then, then this is weird. Then I don't know what happened with the rights to it, but then he started using Roland by Limp Biscuit. The Undertaker would come out on a motorcycle to Roland, 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 Roland. Uh, what? I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know what we might do? Now that I'm thinking about it, we huh. might do a, a a new metal fucking mixtape. Mixtape? Yeah. I think we had a guest who had that, or someone sent us something that was. Uh, Dude. That could get bad and good at the same time. So Juliana Hatfield is. Do you think those bands single. just have no merit whatsoever? What's that? N- the new metal bands. Uh, when you say merit, what do you what do you mean? I mean oh, like, Juliana Hatfield was in a relationship with Ryan Adams too. Didn't who know wasn't sex okay. pest? Fucking Ryan Adams. <laughs> Please, Julia, date me. Is that who? what he said? Allegedly, <laughs> I'll kill myself. Allegedly. Who? Uh, who? What, what's this new metal? What? What's your? What's the controversy? Do you think that Limp Biscuit has any redeeming qualities? No. Whatsoever. 100% a negative. None? Yeah, and that was the most offensive thing that you've ever called me was the Persian. uh, 
Fred Durst? For Persian Fred Durst. But he does so many things. See, that's what I meant. He has his <laughs> finger in so many different, you know, pots. Uh, pots, is that what you say? I, I think that's Finger in so many. It sounds. I don't know. I think you're right. But I think that, uh, I don't know, maybe it's nostalgia when I listen to those bands. Because I always used to remember they would put them to like wrestling highlights and stuff. And it just like makes it a little like, I don't know, that much better. Uh, I don't. Uh, no. I don't. Uh, I don't think so. So, if uh, you had to pick, Limp Biscuit, Corn, oh god, or I think those were like the big two. If you had to pick one or the other, where you had to listen to one of their songs every day for the rest of your life, Limp Biscuit or Corn? What's the big Corn song? Freak on a Leash, oh, or god. the one where they would do the nursery <sighs> rhyme songs. They would do that in a song. Got the life. I would, you know what? I would do Limp Biscuit. I think. In that I, I was a Limp Biscuit guy, but I'm starting to think some of these corn songs were maybe better. <laughs> when you're thinking of the be- worst, better Got band. the life. So I, I remember was... in that video. Do you remember that video? They like gave like a homeless guy the keys to their like Ferrari, but then I think the next scene the Ferrari's like going off a cliff, and they like high fived each other. It's so fun. I what is I... that even supposed to mean? I don't know. What did any of it mean? So I was wrong. Uh, Julianne Hatfield's the drummer from the Blake Babies is free to love, who's married to the guy from the Vulgar Boatman. Okay, and they were in a band called Mysteries of Life, cool. also Indiana band. So sure, surprised you didn't know them. But I, I didn't. I was close, but Julianne Hatfield was in the Blake Babies, so I was kind of right. Okay, agree or disagree. You should watch the uh, PBS uh, Ken Burns country music documentary. Watch like the last four episodes. You don't have to watch like the early, huh. early ones. Huh. You should. Why? Because it's, it's really good. Have you ever seen a Ken Burns documentary? No, Dude. I know. I I know that if I do, Dude. I'm going to like get totally Dude. like hooked. I'm gonna show up near me wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I want to see the Vietnam one that he did. Oh, but, what a uh, fun one that would be. <laughs> Sounds real fun. If Ken Burns did a wrestling documentary, I think I would lose my mind. Oh, dear God. That would be insane. Um, or a new metal and just take it real serious. What? What? I just, I, I don't think that if someone does, you know what? There's a challenge we'll, we'll throw out there. If someone has a new metal top five. Well, I mean, like what will happen mix. is people will throw some Faith No More on there and then you're like, okay. Faith No More, I feel like. Uh, I think it, they're more new metal happened because of them. They were pioneers. Their just shit was so wild that everyone's they were like, good. Oh. or like Anthrax would sometimes. Oh, God. You don't like Anthrax? I don't like Anthrax. Dude, On the Man's a pretty fucking cool song. I think it's just funny how. What about Bring the Noise when they teamed up with Public <laughs> Enemy? <laughs> no. Dude, Bring the if Noise. If we did a Venn diagram of this podcast, of this, of the what we overlap on. Yeah. And what you, like the stuff that I veer towards versus you, it just, I don't think there's a lot of overlap anymore. What I'm no. learning on this episode, on this podcast. No. Well, what do you mean overlap? <laughs> well, because, you know, we're from the same generation, but just so different backgrounds. Like, Indiana. This is Bring the Noise. Like, I could, if we did a... Oh, here we go. With Public Enemy. Here we go. Sorry. Take two. I think that was the right uh, one anyway. Double drum. What Anything do you think with of this? double drums, I'm going to say no. How can you go? I just like the public enemy parts. No, it's fun with anthrax rap. Scott fucking spits and bars. Dude, little kid, you didn't hear this and have their mind melted? Are you kidding? No. I liked public enemy. I, 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 I saw public enemy in concert when I was in high school. So. But my point is, if we did if we did a, a trivia question for this podcast, once we hit, you know, thousands and thousands. Yeah. yeah. Be like, what song did Paul... Or which song? Who listened to what? And Bill Curtis would would moderate the whole thing, and it would be like a, they'd be like, who? was it Marty or Paul who liked would, "Bring the Noise" by Anthrax featuring Public Enemy? It would be so Enemy. obvious, like what song? Like I was listening to Blues Traveler and like Big Head Todd and the Spin Doctors when I, you were listening to like uh, no, I Anthrax. All those bands. I listen to all those bands. I just, <laughs> but then I would get like an Anthraxy type of band and be like, oh fuck, this that, speaks bring the noise. to me. Yeah, yeah, because I would see their like logo on the hot metal chicks would have anthrax shirts and I'd be like, what's anthrax? I want to be there. I got to know. I really could have used the internet uh, back then. We didn't have it. Then I could have looked up anthrax, got some of the songs down and then went up to one of those like Kelly Bundy ass metal babes and been like, <laughs> do you like when they're with public enemy or just on their own? Like, what are you, what are you, what are you into? And she's like, I just got this shirt. It should have been like, urban you're Outfitters. a freshman. There was no urban outfitters. <laughs> the best was, 
I, you know, when I, we're cleaning out my parents' house, uh, and uh, I found all this stuff from the Pearl Jam fan club because I was yeah. a huge Pearl Jam head. Now I can't stand them. But uh, do they have a name for their fans? Um, jam heads? I don't know. Jam Pearl. Okay, that's Pearl, a no. That's PJs. A no. That's a no. But uh, there were was you into them when they were Mookie Blaylock? No, I wasn't. I, I got into them after ten. Their documentary twenty is pretty good. It but, made me not think Eddie Vedder is such a ding dong. If you remember that year when they were huge, like 1993, 1992 is when 10 came out, or 1991, whatever. Yeah. Um, there was no internet, so you could only get information about them. It was, it was so little. You want to hear a great story? When they put out verses, uh, there was a our local like record shop. Of Sorry. Our, our local record shop called Karma Records. They were going to stay open. Uh, at midnight, they were going to have a midnight sale to get it. And my buddy John went, but uh, he didn't buy uh, Versus. Versus. He bought uh, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style. <laughs> and I always thought that was so great. Dude, uh-huh. I'm going to play a little bit of that new fucking Pearl Jam song. I don't think people are going to like this. It sounded like uh, Talking Talking That's what my buddy said, Aaron. My yeah. buddy Aaron and I think Aaron, my buddy Leaf, one of them in our group chat, played this. This is Pearl Jam. This is some LCD sound system ass shit, too. Oh, yeah. I'm going to a Pearl Jam. Yeah, I'm Murphy talking, James Murphy talking. Pearl Jam. <laughs> Everybody's coming. Bring verses. Bring 10. <laughs> call your mother. Don't you call me, daughter. Even flow on me. This is weird. Yeah. This is Pearl Jam. He even sounds like David Byrne. I don't know, man. Same as I it am ever all was. for people growing as artists, but I'm also like... I like that song. That's why I'm surprised. Let me tell you what. When they play this in concert, there's going to be a line for the bathroom and beer like you wouldn't fucking believe. I think uh, the David Byrne fans are going to be like, this is cool. Maybe he's maybe he's like a producer or something. I mean, or I'm Brian sure Eno. I'm sure all that he's probably sick of singing the hits. You know what I mean? Every fucking time. What How song do you think years? he sung the most? Like alive, alive, yeah. alive, or do you think he just hears flow? that opening like new, 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 and he's like, God fucking damn, shoot me, fuck. I think or Jeremy was probably a big one too for them. And he's like, Oh fuck, here we here go. we go, here we go again. Do you think he's ever gotten through a whole song and went like, Oh my god, like you ever driving and you're like, How the fuck did I get home? Like you weren't paying attention. If a if a if a Red Hot Chili Peppers song comes on the radio, I can. That's the only thing that's like I can change the station as quick as possible. That's your one. That's the really? one. Any Red Hot Chili Peppers song, I can't stand. You it. You don't like songs about California? No, I can't stand it. Hmm. And that someone was recommending a book to me, that Flea's new book. I was like, eh, I'm out. Oh, give the kids acid or something yeah. like that. Yeah, acid. Something. I have his book too. I haven't read it. Mm. Anthony Kiedis. Can't do it. Uh. Someone, Brian Morton, gave me that book. I'm like, I'm not going to read it. Scar tissue? Yeah. It's like the opening. He's like, I'm getting injected. (laughs) Years ago, this would have been heroin. But now it's vitamins. Is that right? Yeah. God, I hate them. You know, I think they're great artists, but one of those, it's just like their music, just his voice just sends a bad tinge down my back. Yeah. But I I mean, I loved them so much when I was a kid. I fucking loved the Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic. That was a great album. If you want to watch a real cool movie, I don't know how the fuck you're going to find it. It's called Thrashing. This was my fucking movie. Oh, I I remember. Yeah, he was in it. Um, They were the band in it. Yeah. And uh, they were so wild. That's when Flea used to wear those um, pants that had teddy bears, like little teddy bears sewn to it. Like the uh, workout or the weightlifting. You don't know what kind of pants they were because it was covered in actual teddy bears oh, on them. It okay. was a wild look. It gotcha, was real cool. Gotcha. And then uh, uh, um, the Flea dude who played Thanos, Brolin. Uh, is that James? Not James oh, James. Brolin. That's his dad. Is it James Brolin? Matt Brolin? No. Who's Thanos? I don't. I don't watch James Avengers. Brolin. I thought James Brolin's his dad who married Barbara Streisand. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin's the star. Is that right? Yeah, and he's a fucking cool ass skater. I just fucking love that movie so much. Huh. I just remembered this. I was telling Sarah the story. Ironically enough, we're talking about thrashing the other day because when I was in sixth grade, I thought that movie was so cool. And one of the characters in it uh, on his jeans with a Sharpie wrote girls welcome like girls. You're welcome to my pants. And I wrote that on my pants because of him because of that Such movie. A poser. Dude, I fucking love that movie. I uh, 
I just did a show with, uh, I think you and I were on a show. I think it was when we had that heckler at Laugh Factory. My buddy who we used to skateboard and we'd watch all mm-hmm. those movies. Yeah, thrash. And uh, I found my old skateboard, my Mark Gonzalez vision. Ooh, a Gonzo. Gonzo. You know, he fucking went He's a little crazy jail. Now. Yeah. Did he kill somebody? Mm, I don't know. find out because you're a lawyer. You're <laughs> all, I said right when I said that, Paul, sh- every once in a while on this show, Paul shoots me a look like, don't fucking Don't say get that. us in trouble again. Here you know we go. how many emails we get for that? Mark Gonzalez, also known as Gons or The Gons, is an American professional skateboarder and artist. Oh, never mind. He's a fucking great artist. Yeah. Uh, I love. Not a killer. No, not a killer at all. <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, maybe Christian Hasoy, but I'll look that up too. Don't, don't. So, Hammerhead. Dude, uh, Mark Gonzalez, who had some of the fucking most iconic skateboards back in the day. Um, he's a really great artist now. Yeah. And there's a really fun... He has a, a YouTube... You can yeah. watch my YouTube. He's a little out there. But there's a really fun... I think like Hype Beast or somebody or Vice made a... Uh, they did a, a, a video of him like going to the art store to get paint and everything. And he like rides a skateboard around New York like a psycho. Like zipping in and out of traffic or whatever. It's pretty wild. Um, yeah, I don't... I I, uh, I try... What kind... Did you have a skateboard? Oh, yeah. What did you have? Oh man, I was a I was a Santa Cruz guy. Santa I had Cruz. a Sims Santa Cruz, and I had a um uh I well, my name, no no that what was, was my, the cheap ones that you can get at like Venture. It was like a fake. Yeah, I had one of those first. Yeah, it was like forty nine dollars. Yeah, yeah. And you had to change the trucks and everything on it because it was so bad. Yeah, those, and it wasn't <sighs> concave at all. Yeah, what was it called? It, it was, was like a yeah. It was. Uh, what was the what was the Santa Cruz one? Psycho Stick was the. I had one. What of was the, the Santa Cruz? Who was, was the guy? It uh, was Sims. Steve Sims. Maybe? And it was like a Steve pumpkin. Nash? No. no, 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 no. It was That's a pumpkin. There was a Nash player. one. Nash yeah. one was a company too, uh, but it was like a, a pumpkin, like an evil pumpkin. Uh, and I had a Tony Hawk, Paul Peralta. Um, so, uh, here we go. Christian Asoy. Uh, he was arrested for two minor offenses, and a warrant for his arrest was issued, failing to appear in court. To avoid the arrest, Hasoy stopped attending competitions and demos. Um, he was finally captured in 2000, <laughs> uh, attempting to transport nearly 1.5 pounds of crystal methamphetamine from Los Angeles to Honolulu. Okay, that's not killing anybody. I mean, <sighs> that's it. Okay. Oh, Steve Caballero. I had that one, too. Caballero um, was a uh, vision. No, he was uh, Powell Peralta. Yeah, Powell Peralta. Um, I got to find out what that, have you, what have that you, skateboard Do you was. still have your skateboard? No, 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 no. So no. I found mine. Have you? What was the last time you were on a skateboard? Um, someone had one, and I got on it a little while ago. Did you? Did you fall or not? I can still ollie. Ollie is what's the thing that you do where uh you flip onto it where it's backwards and you flip on a sex it? change. No, it's not called yeah. a sex change. Yeah, because the trucks are up and then yeah, oh. that was called it was a sex called change. called something else too, but I can do that. Ollieing is what? It's when you put the side on the. You like go. Back to front and pop yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Pop up. Yeah. I, I can't do an ollie. Um, <laughs> ah, fuck. What was that skateboard that you would buy? The cheapo. Yeah. One. It was like mine was yellow with green wheels. Well, and what would happen is you would get it and it had like all the protection on it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It had like. But it was like a board. It was basically a board. Like yes. They didn't even try to yes. compete. It God, like there's somebody right now who's like 80s, screaming. 80s. It was like jam, it was like wearing jams, the the shorts. And it was like that design was on it. And it was, no skateboarder was affiliated with it. No, it was called no, no. Blank. You just bought it at like Venture right. or Kmart. It was all assembled already. You could like. Back in the day, yeah, you had to buy your deck. Yeah, your back in the day, wheels. you would buy the deck, the truck, the bearings, everything Indi- separately. Get, the wheels. I remember there was independent trucks. Indies were the good truck truckers. Uh, there was the bearings were important too. Yes, ball there bearings, ball bearings, and the and wheels, the wheels, super soft, super hard. Depending on if you were a road skater yeah. or uh, ramps. Um, Fuck, I can't, this is like really <sighs> driving me crazy. What was the name of that fucking board? I still. I still had it at my parents' house, but it was like I totally decapitated it. I know, it. I know, and it's just such a bummer because it's like, it's what are you all googling? Could, Cheapest skateboards I'm in the nineties? I'm doing 90s? everything for like skateboards or whatever. I'm trying to find oh, fucking. I bet you it's worth a ton of money now. And it's like, God, they, it wasn't like I keep wanting to say psycho stick, but it wasn't a psycho stick. That no. was a fucking vision. Um, 
Skate or die. Thrash. Yeah. It, yes. It was like skate or die. It said stupid shit on there. Mm. It was the and it most was like clearly like an adult's version of like, oh, that's what you like. I can. This, I can we can do it. I can figure that and they out. Would, it would be like a fucking board. It had no. Yes. Tail. No, it wasn't concave at all. No, it was like. And uh, <laughs> the grip tape was just kind of whatever. Oh, God. Yeah. What year was it? So it was probably oh, like God. 1990. No, this 18? was probably like 80. Uh, 87. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. 87. I'm going to say 88. 87. It's the Nash Executioner. Executioner. That's it. God damn it. Shittiest skateboard Dude. you could buy back in the day. But now they're going for... No, no. My, I'm finding these for like 90 bucks on eBay. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the orange one with the dragon. Yeah, clearly these were some marketing guy or whatever is like, show me a cool skateboard. They probably... Here's what they did. Oh, here we go. I found the other ones too. Nash Retro. This is the... Nash, all the Nash ones were. Go there ahead. Go. What were you gonna say, Marty? Just that, like somebody was. I like, can make this somebody one. went to a skateboard shop. They took some pictures or bought some. And they're like, <laughs> save the receipt, return them, and they're just. You bought them at like Venture. They had every or Sport Mart. safety thing on it. They had the rails. They had the the nose guard. They had the tail guard or whatever you called that. Yes, everything I used to take off. I everything love was fucking crap. with my skateboards. Yeah, but you knew that if you if it was all assembled already, it was yes. going to be garbage. Yes. But here, I they're selling a Mark Gonzalez vision board exactly like mine on eBay for four fifty. If you are that person that wants to buy it, that's not what I'm looking at right now. But uh, I will sell you mine for how much? Vintage four hundred. I'll sell it for four twenty. I was always so impressed when somebody had like really good wheels that just kept spinning and they sounded a certain way. The the Sims. I really could have used a, uh, a skateboarding big Here's brother the who could help me. Yeah, I remember this oh, sport. It was such garbage. garbage. Such garbage. <laughs> Which weighed is so like a thousand funny. pounds. Oh god! And the good ones were My so friend light. Sam had it. Yeah. The good ones were so light. Garbage. It had all the sh- and it was like the shittiest bear- bearing. Sure. The truck was. It like- would just stop. Yeah. You'd be on it and it would just stop. You'd be <laughs> going down a hill and it would just like come to a very <laughs> slow, deliberate halt. Oh man, we were uh, so the my friend Dean who was at a show you and I just did recently, and we ended up going to the bar next door from the Laugh Factory called uh, Dry Hop and talking about all the times we got in trouble on our skateboards, yeah. like people who had like awesome uh, driveways. Oh, we would yeah. just go and destroy all this. We just do ollies and shit. Or I wish that. they're behind the U-Haul by our house in Indiana. <laughs> they had a big ramp. That I don't know when this was possibly used or what, because it was all there was no way you can get back there now. So and it, but people would go back there and ride their skateboards and shit. And it was just so cool, all spray painted. It was like fucking so cool. Skateboarding in my mind, I'm sure if I went back, I'd be like, oh, this is all it was. But like in my at the mind, time it was at the time like, you yeah, could have filmed the movie there. It was so fucking cool, <laughs> so cool. <sighs> Those days again, listening to what was I listening to probably back then? Spin the doctors. police. No, that was before Spin Doctors, I think. That was uh, I was listening to Rush. Yeah. Which uh we just lost Neil Peart. You did. <laughs> yeah. I, I really I, You were talking shit about him. I wasn't talking shit. I just said it, it, didn't, it didn't re- didn't re- resonate, it didn't with, resonate with me. You it were at a show with some guys. older comics and they were like, We lost hit Neil him Peart. hard. Hit yeah. him hard. It did hit me hard too, man. And I went back and listened to all that stuff. Uh, roll the bones and press. I like their older or their newer stuff. The only Rush song I know is Tom Sawyer because that was Carrie Von Eric's theme song. <laughs> what about <laughs> Limelight? You know Limelight. Living know. in the light. Yes, you do. Spirit of Radio. You know so many Rush songs. You probably don't even realize it. Is it uh, Life's been good to <laughs> me so far? That's uh. That's the That's uh. What's his name? Steve Glenn. Miller. No, Glenn, Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry. Yeah, I think so. I one of the know. one of the Eagles, not Don Henley. Yeah. Rush had so many great songs, okay. dude. Right, well, whatever. Give me a Rush song. I'll play it right now. Uh, Spirit of Radio, Limelight were the bigger ones. Okay. Let's just put in Rush and see what their big songs. <laughs> Tom Sawyer is the biggest one, probably. I don't even like that song. But yeah, he was a drumming machine, and he had like a shitload. Yeah. All right, Limelight. I'll play Limelight. And he also, I would think you, you know, he had a lot of tragedy in his life, and. And he overcame. Oh, I know this song. Fuck yeah, it's a great song. Come on out to Applebee's. Get the new apps. You're gonna love this is like a ru- I would think this is a wrestling tune. Dude, people love this Tom Sawyer song. It's like every fucking. This isn't Tom Sawyer. No, I'm saying, but all their top songs are like just different Tom Sawyer songs. <laughs> or from different albums. That's the that's blatantly. I choose something this song. I know this song. 
Canadians. This guy's from Canada. Yeah. Lead singer Getty Lee. Getty Lee. But Alex Leifson was a guitarist, but Neil Peart wrote all the music. All the music and all the lyrics. Cool. Yeah, he's great. So rest in peace. I don't know. What else what else you gotta say, Marty? Rest in power. That's what they say. Rest in power. I don't know if you'd say that to him. Musicians. We did the viewer mail. We talked about uh, skateboarding, which wasn't on our topic Dude, list. executioner. That's the takeaway here. Then I remember the first time when someone said sexecutioner, I was like, you just blew my mind. <laughs> you blew my mind. Have you ever like been friends with someone where they said the funniest things, then like five years later, you're like, listen to some movie, and you're like, ah, oh, he didn't. Oh, that's fucking... where they got it from? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. Like, I thought this guy was like, um, they said sexternal. I was yeah. like, Oh, that's fucking. Uh, this guy's funny. Yeah. In my fraternity, I'm like, we should hi- we should get this guy in our house. But then I saw he's like quoting like a Tommy Boy movie. I'm like, ah, yeah, because you don't want guys who quote Tommy Boy movies in a fraternity. <laughs> that would that would never work. Well, out. I just thought he was original. I wanted an yeah. original guy. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I don't know, Marty. But I think I think uh, I think that's a wrap for uh, our special edition of viewer mail. We cool. didn't even get through all the. I'm gonna emails. hop on my executioner and. <laughs> Ride home in a very, very slow manner. Thank you all for uh, listening to the podcast. Please give us a review and subscribe to us. We're, it's our, the least you can do. Yeah, just subscribe. We do this for free. For free for now. We want to keep now. it free. If you want to if you want to yeah. be a sponsor. Yeah. And then you know what? Pay us and then we'll do fucking 10 songs, 20 songs. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do a, we should do a Patreon where Ooh. it's like, you want to hear the rest of this guy? You Here's hear. his song <gasps> six through nine. Wow. That's how we get them. That is how we get them. We just got a bait and switch. You know how much work that is, though, to do also <laughs> for us? Fuck. Who's got that kind of time? Not this guy. Not this guy. Well, thank you all for listening to another Make Us a Mixtape. My name is Paul Farvar. I'm Marty DeRosa, and uh, thank you just so much. And you know what? For old time's sake, Paul, I'm going to fucking play our uh, the, the namesake of this, of this podcast, podcast that we created, that you created. Bye, everybody.